0: Wait a sec. I got to type in our episode number
1: <laughs> so okay. I
0: don't forget right. to do this.
1: Get it going. There we I, go. I, I think I know what number we're up to. I'm actually
0: keeping up with it. I do it. too.
1: <laughs> I know. Yes. I don't know if I have it. <laughs> Isn't it 34?
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Because I think last time we had that whole conversation about threes and why don't I like it in the number 13, but it's okay in the number 33 and that whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know how to fix this problem for you. It's just that you're refusing to fix the problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, 13 cubes of ice cream up the butthole, apparently, according to someone. Cubes of ice cream? (laughs) Is that what I said? Ice cubes? Yes. (laughs) Well, whatever. It, it's so nonsensical that it, it could be that. But it yes. could be. That's Thank true. You, oh, that's random you person on our Discord server for that really bizarre cure trica decaphobia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should try
1: it and report back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That feels like another kink. Yeah, <laughs> a whole other thing. Hi, I'm adelia And
0: I'm Rex, and welcome to episode thirty-four of Sips and Smacks. As you already know, because you listened to the intro. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're sipping. All right. I'll I'll go first.
1: Oh, why? Why am I surprised? Actually, you should be surprised because it's it's a lemon LaCroix. <laughs> oh, we're still going non-alcoholic. Uh
0: yeah, it's actually just because I don't have anything in the house. <laughs>
1: forgot to go grocery shopping. So, also, you know what? Go ahead. Uh, it, we did our uh,
0: we did our um sips poll and it was a tequila sunrise that one for me and I have no ingredients of that in my house. So, I have to go get that.
1: <laughs> it's funny. I almost asked you if we were supposed to be doing those cocktails today and then I was like, "You know what? It doesn't matter if we are. I don't have time." to, yeah, <laughs> to with it, and I'm not lugging a, you know alcohol across town. So I was like, you know what? We'll just we'll do it another time. Yeah. Um. So I am. I already opened it, but I'm already having something in a can. <laughs> um. And what it is 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 wine in a can. Oh. Yeah. It's from Trader Joe's. It's called uh, Simpler Wines, and this is a mango Italian wine cocktail. I mean, yeah. it sounds I, like it is probably I good. <laughs> one last night, and it was quite tasty. Um, I'm about to take a sip of this mango and see how it is. Ooh, that's refreshing. It's a little tangy.
0: It sounds, it honestly sounds pretty good. If I had a Trader Joe's anywhere near me, I'd go oh, buy some.
1: such a good of Trader Joe's. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> that's, that's... The nearest Trader Joe's to me is like an hour and a half away. <laughs>
1: That is not very convenient. No, not particularly. (laughs) But yeah, I like it when they have like those little, you know, single serving. Yeah. things. Because daddy doesn't drink. So like we were, you know, picnicking and I don't want want to like open an entire bottle of wine myself. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Well, it's nice to have these like, and, and sometimes they have fun things too. So very good. I would definitely buy this again. Yeah, it, it, like I said, if I had
0: a Trader Joe's near me, I, I'd be exactly. tempted. You'd be that instead of your lemon LaCroix.
1: Yep. <laughs> I guess um, I could have put like gin with it or something. I don't know. That that's probably true. I mean, they, they do make good, good mixers, I think. Yeah. You can, I mean, I'm all about just adding in whatever you have. <laughs> Should I put some elevator music and I'll go mix myself exactly. a lemon if, if LaCroix? To, I mean, I'm fine with that. Mm. So
0: I got a movie to see after this.
1: So, all right, we'll see how it (laughs) goes. If you feel like you need some alcohol encouragement, (laughs) we'll do the elevator music. All right. Um, Okay, smack. So, I remembered last time that there was something that we wanted to mention Mm -hmm. that we didn't mention in the self topping episode. That is not an implement, but it's implement adjacent, which is the punishment map. Yeah, that's a good so, one. It is a good one. Have you ever used one? Nope. <laughs> Have I, you? I've, I've never u- actually used one, but um, my friend Mora has one. And one time I sat on it just, you know, just to see what it felt like, just normally sitting on it. And yeah. it's not very comfortable. <laughs> I can't imagine it is. It doesn't look comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so I guess what it... It actually is like an acupuncture mat. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sorry, I just it's took a big got, drink. <laughs> it's got <laughs> it's got like little spikes sticking out. So it's like you're sitting. Yeah, you're like sitting on these like little things that are sticking into your back. Yeah, basically.
0: it's. I think it's for like chronic pain too. I, I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> but
1: of course, you yeah, pervert I, I mean, to it. To be honest yeah. like, What are you actually supposed to do? Are you supposed to lay on it? I think so. Yeah. So it's like you're laying on your back and maybe it's like pushing pressure points or something.
0: Yeah, because I think... So I saw like Zach from the Try Guys. He has some um, chronic pain and he tried out a bunch of stuff. And one of those um, was like those spiky mats. <laughs> and he just like laid on top of it.
1: That feels like it wouldn't be very comfortable either. I don't
0: think he liked it either. <laughs> yeah.
1: But so I, I feel like sitting on that alone would already be a punishment. And then if you like were spanked and then had to sit on it.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Ouch. But but yeah, no, I definitely know people who use them. Some people um use them like while writing lines. Oh, that's mean. It's kind of mean, but yeah, you know, tops are mean. The tops are mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that with an earshot of your top I know. too. He knows
1: <laughs> I think he's mean. <laughs> <laughs> they like to Come up with new, you know, interesting ways to torture us. Very creative ways. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. So bringing that up, first of all, since we've never talked about it, but also that, um, in our self-topping episode when we were talking about what can you do if you don't actually have someone there to spank you, what are other things you can do? And that certainly would be a good one to torture yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, maybe you have to sit on it for a certain amount of time, or you have to sit on it while you write lines or something like that.
0: Yeah. I actually thought of another one, too. Uh, We didn't talk about figging.
1: Oh, you're right. That one could also be in the embarrassing episode. Yeah, it
0: could have been.
1: (laughs) It kind of goes either way.
0: Yeah. Would you like to say what it is
1: for for people who are not in the know?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's um, perverting uh, some spice (laughs) Some, some root to uh, put up ginger. your butt. Yep, you take ginger. Yep. Peel it. Put it in your butt.
1: <laughs> so I am not anti-trying that, but I have heard stories about people getting it stuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> and that well, scares me a little bit.
0: That scares me about it, too. Like, I have tried it. Uh-huh. And I didn't dislike it, okay. But I, w- I wouldn't just like leave it. Like I was afraid to just leave it there. <laughs> sure. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, I mean, I think You, it, you, you need the <laughs> the flared you, base. You, right, there you go. <laughs> I'm like what? How do I say this? One part needs to be too large. Too, too large. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's that's yeah how you, how you solve that problem. So yeah. So, you know, maybe someday, but I, that, you know, I just, I don't want to like go to the ER with ginger in my ass. I just, that's an experience I don't want to (laughs) have. I just don't. (laughs) I mean, I know people, I know doctors in the ER have seen worse, but you know,
0: I, yeah, I I just, I just recently saw like the picture of an X-ray of somebody who lost a dildo up their butt, and Yay. then also they lost the salad tongs they tried to use to get the dildo. Oh my God! <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? I I think I've, I've seen like a website before that that's like weird things that have been found up people's butts, and also like the stories that they told. Like I fell on this. <laughs>
0: <you> yes. <know. laughs>
1: christmas ornament okay yeah that's weird why were you trimming the tree naked and then yeah um (laughs) yeah so that is that's that's a good one and that is something you can do by yourself it's not
0: me yes yes (laughs) that's why i was thinking like for self-punishment but you're right it could also be really good humiliation one too yeah oh man especially if you like the top took them to the grocery store and you had to like pick Ooh. out your own ginger that yeah.
1: that would be that's humiliating rough <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i guess the only good thing about that is that the per the checkout person wouldn't know what it's for like yeah um you just think you're buying ginger to cook with like everybody else on the planet <laughs> right exactly i mean i, I was i was trying to think about it and i was like i guess like even if you went to Walgreens and like bought a bath brush, like still the checkout person's not going to question like. Right. Why you're buying a bath brush. Like unless you're, yeah, I just don't, I don't, that's true. It's not going to be. It's not going to trigger it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could still feel embarrassed, but I I don't think you you would have to worry that someone else would know why you were doing that. Yeah. Maybe if you were buying like soap, a bath brush, ginger. (laughs) Maybe some lube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you'd still have to be in the know for that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, some, like, maybe some, like, aftercare lotion. Like, I'm trying to think what's the most obvious, you know? And a yeah. wooden spoon and <laughs> a hairbrush, like a flat-backed hairbrush.
0: But do we think that, like, vanillas would even put that together? I don't know.
1: I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, how yeah. how kink-adjacent do you have to be to even... For that even to register. Because, again, it's right. a vanilla would probably be like, whatever, a bath brush, some lotion, some <laughs> ginger. Like You know what I mean? Like, they're taking a bath yeah. and making a... <laughs> <laughs> taking <Sure>. a bath.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's true. It's they're true. They're taking like, a we...
0: bath. They're making some cookies with ginger in them. <laughs> right.
1: Like, we would know right away. Like, yeah. <laughs> we could in the, in the grocery store. But a vanilla probably could not. Um Yeah. <laughs> Um, since we're, I, I think we're like maybe veered kind of into correction corner right now. Yeah. I also wanted to say, cause I did listen to our last podcast and I feel like I didn't make it clear that the kebab sticks are really long. They're not like, like if you went to a restaurant and ordered, like, you know, kebabs <laughs> that fit on a plate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <But they're, laughs> They're like uh, industrial kebabs. I don't know. I, I, industrial kebabs. Ca- I, I mean, I'm calling them that, but in point of fact, I really don't know what they are. They were a pack of long wooden sticks, but they're the size of a cane.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, those are longer than I was imagining.
1: Yeah. So see, yeah, I, 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 I literally, as I listened to it, I was like, somebody is going to think that I was like, basically like spanked with pickup sticks.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, that that's not really what I was thinking, but yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. Situation i wonder if you could wet them like you know you are supposed like with those bamboo skewers you're supposed to wet them before you cook with them like i don't know would that make it worse i don't know i I imagine it would
1: Mm -hmm. next year
0: you can try it see that's a free one from me you can Uh, try it and let me know (laughs) all
1: right but i don't know it might not like it might maybe make it more flimsy i don't know
0: I don't know, but you are the person who is it's going to be experimented on, and I yes, need to know. Exactly. So, so it doesn't I matter what the outcome is. I risk. just want yeah. to know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> one of us is going to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of us is going to lose. <laughs> I think you'll be doing the losing here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say that's usually how it works. So, um, all right. Well, so that's tips, Max. Did you have any other corrections? Uh, I don't think so okay excellent all right on to this week's topic which is shame which I think
0: yeah woohoo yes (laughs) (laughs) I think that like I I think because our last episode not the mini so but the last full one that we put out was about humiliation I think this one really is a good
1: follow-up to that one yeah Um, because we're talking about something very different like yes that was kind of like, you know, a good embarrassment or humiliation um, that you might, yeah, enjoy in some way, even if you don't. But um, yeah, yeah but with shame, we're talking about like the a very, you know, the true negative emotion, like n- no mm-hmm. good side to it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I'm sure we've all felt before. I, <laughs> I would be shocked to find. Yes someone with this fetish who has not felt shame about it. Hey, if you're out there, <laughs> God bless yeah. you. Like, I yeah. mean, you know, and, and I do feel like the younger generation, um, and this is an overgeneralization, but I think maybe feels a little bit less shame just because of the internet and knowing that you're not alone, mm-hmm. which I think is can be like a really key source of shame because- You know, if you feel like you're the only one with these proclivities, it definitely, um, they can feel like there's something wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It feels very isolating.
0: Um, and just, it's hard to feel different in your
1: everyday life. (laughs) For sure. And it's hard to feel like you have a different sexuality, which, you know, people besides us (laughs) have that experience. Yes. (laughs) Um, but like, we, um, I don't know, I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that like, being a spanko is like harder than being trans or anything like that. Although I definitely know people uh, who have talked about like, the fact that coming out as gay or bi or trans was actually easier for them than coming out as a spanko or a disciplined yeah. fetishist. Um, but I think that that sense of not belonging, you can also even feel like you don't belong in like the LGBTQ world, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, that, that can be isolating and like, you hear things like no kink not get pride, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, so, you know, that can lead to, you know, feelings of shame. Yeah. If you don't. Feel yeah. That. I definitely, definitely
0: agree with that. Like, it's, especially when your thing is portrayed as feeling bad, as being bad, mm-hmm. um, you know, like we talked about shiny, happy people, um,
1: right? which their thing is bad. Like, that's right. That's, <laughs> I'm not trying to like... Yeah, their version uh, of it is bad, but then it's yeah. like, you know, it's a little harder for us to come out and be like, well, but our thing is like that, <laughs>
0: but it's, yeah. it's a good version, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You see all of this, like badly portrayed version of what you want
1: or what you like and it feels
0: feels really bad
1: (laughs) yeah it does i mean i think you know we've certainly talked about how you know a lot of our fantasies are based on absolutely problematic things uh you know especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like non-con and stuff like that um and so it's hard if you're like you know, especially if you're, you know, when you're growing up and you're younger, it's like you and you've talked about this before. It's like your body has a response to what your body has a response to, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. you can't help it. You can't <laughs> it help just it. So happens, like, yeah. feeling like you're turned on by things that are terrible, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. makes you feel bad. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, like you said that you know, there's there's not a lot of positive representation, you know, we, we talked about that when we had, um, not Only Zoe on the podcast and talking about like, you know, I love Lucy and, um, secretary, you know, and, and the few things that are out there that were out there that showed, yeah, you know, a positive representation of what we do. Like they're so few and far between, but like, yeah, I clung to them, you know, because I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> maybe there is a yeah. way to do this. That's not, you know, terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, that, yeah. Go ahead. That,
0: that problematic stuff, like it really it really just sticks with you too. It's like, you know how when you can get a thousand compliments a day, but you're gonna focus yes. on the bad one. Yep. Even if it was just one. That's right. <laughs> like, your
1: brain just, you know, picks that out. <laughs> For sure, yeah. And you know, I know we've mentioned many times um Jillian Keenan's bad no bad fantasies video. Um yep which really helped me. And I think coming to understand that this is something that you can experience in an adult consensual way um, made me more okay with those fantasies because I really could categorize them now as like, they are fantasies. I do not want bad non-consensual things to happen to women or children or anyone in the real world. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like, again, if I saw, someone you know hitting their girlfriend or child in a walmart i would report them i don't know why i keep bringing Mm -hmm. up walmart today um (laughs) i think you said walgreens before okay great i'm giving a shout out to everyone target's next (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i would report them right like that's horrible i wouldn't be like you know yeah that's not that is not my thing but i can have you know imaginary disciplinary fantasy that you know is something again that is problematic in the real world but it's okay if it's either fictional people or role play
0: yeah it's really hard and it like that the there certainly isn't something that went away for me overnight and it's certainly not something that I know that has gone away completely I was gonna say I
1: think that kind of shame can still pop up
0: Um, yeah
1: a hundred percent you know, and especially, I think someone on our server was even talking about, like, you know, feeling a little weird about, like, those childhood startles, you know, things that, you know, like, the episodes of Little House on the Prairie or, like, the passages in books, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, containing, you know, discipline mostly of children, you know, but that's how old we were. You know what I mean? We were kids yeah. ourselves, too. Um and that, you know, so we, again, we were just reacting to those things the way our brain is telling us to react. Um, yep. And we had no understanding of sexuality, of consent, of any of it, you know? Um, yep. So that's not our fault, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I feel, I, I can't imagine um, the amount of <laughs> I have trauma and shame I would have to go through if I also was spanked as a child and then had this fetish too, yes, I feel a lot of sympathy for those people Me and too. like more power to them. Like that has to be, <laughs> this is, this isn't a, um, you know, don't spank your child episode, but I think it can feed into, to shame. Yes. Um, because,
1: you know, <laughs> I think that would be something really hard to reconcile for sure. I mean, it really kind of is akin to like trying to enjoy sex if you were sexually abused, you know. Yeah, 100%. which is why, I,
0: yeah, I agree. I do
1: categorize it as sexual abuse because for us, it is, you know. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, no that that is that is a really hard one, and that's a whole other thing that you would then have to untangle. And again, we we've, we've been lucky, both of us, that that wasn't an issue for us. Mm-hmm. But I definitely. You know, I still knew it was wrong to be into it right like that it wouldn't be accepted for me to you know be talking about it in a positive way, you know um, yeah so I think that kind of because that the the fetish starts so early and you realize so early on that it's it's very different and not what everyone else thinks, like it's just very easy to get have that internalized shame,
0: yes, yeah. So, and then you start, you know, <laughs> judging yourself
1: for it. like, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, even now, you know, again, we, and we're, look, we, you know, we're, well, we're not out to the world, but we do a podcast about it and we're pretty out and in community and stuff, but, you know, we still are concerned about what certain people would think if they knew we're not out to mm-hmm. our families. Um, yeah and the reason for that is that a reason would probably be judged badly. Yeah. There's a reason we don't use our, our real names on here. For sure. <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate because again, like, I don't, like, I feel like if I could truly <laughs> explain the whole thing, the way that, you know, we talk about it every week, like it it's that I could make people understand like that. It, it's not a bad thing, but, it's just hard. Like you said, it's just there's so much in the real world that it's <laughs> that is bad that, you know, factors into the fantasies and stuff that it's, it's just very it's hard to to explain. But again, then mm-hmm. easy to have shame about it because you're like, well, if I can't tell my mom about this or I can't tell my sister about this or I can't tell my best friend about this, then isn't it something that I should be ashamed of? Yeah. It right? feeds itself, right? Like it's this monster that just keeps feeding itself. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I feel like you kind of have to keep feeding the, the non-shame monster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that you um, <laughs> you know, to keep, just keep reminding yourself, you know, again, that you are an adult, you are enacting your fantasies safely. You are a consenting partner. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not hurting anyone else, you know? So right. it's okay if this is, you know, how you want to live your life. So, um, but it's hard. I mean, it's absolutely that shame can creep in.
0: Yeah. I landed myself in the anti-kink subreddit the <gasps> other day. Oh no. I know. Yeah. And you know, it's just, it. it's sad to me that people look at what I do and what I enjoy <laughs> as something that is so bad
1: Um, yeah I mean and again like you know we had an episode where we talked about going to therapy but like you gotta be careful because some therapists will still mm -hmm. say that this is deviant behavior or that it's caused by some trauma in your past you know Um, or something that you can get over or be cured of you know yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm bringing the room down (laughs) You really are, man. <laughs> we we'll get to the other side of it in a minute. <laughs> we have to talk about the shame before we talk about how to get rid of the shame. Um, yeah. But yeah, exactly. Just like, like you said, like you could see a million positive things and be engaging with your community and all of this. And then you just see one negative thing and it really sticks with you. Like I remember... Yeah, I was just randomly reading some, I think it was like a Facebook page or something. It was like a, a fandom Facebook page and somebody, I I can't remember. They somehow brought up, like it was like, they brought up the daddy thing, like calling someone a daddy. And Mm -hmm. um, there were a couple commenters that were like, yeah, I think that's weird. It's kind of gross. If you like actually called your partner that. Um, And you know, somebody else piled on and was like, yeah, you know, totally weird and I'm like oh, that makes me feel bad <laughs> yep and yep <laughs> and I kind of debated about like whether to say something it wasn't a group of people that like I know really well um and I eventually decided that I was gonna say something so I went on and I just said something to the effect of like hey you know like in um Latino culture it's actually kind of like common to you know call people like mommy or puppy and you know like you can call your boyfriend or girlfriend, baby. Like, you know, it's, I don't yeah. think it's that weird. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> and then somebody chimed in on my thing and was kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? So. Oh, well, that's nice. That's a,
0: sounds like a, at least a decent interaction. Yeah. It
1: was, it was positive. And, you know, I mean, I know like that's not always possible and like maybe the commenter that you were reading, especially if it was yeah. in an anti-kink, you know, uh, you know, site uh, they might not, you know, take to your opinion that well, but In this context, I was like, you know what, let me just put a little piece of information out into the world that like maybe it's okay if someone calls their partner daddy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like just to put that in their mind that like we don't have to shame that or think that it's deviant, you know, and it's like just making those little, you know, moves towards Yeah. Normalizing it, I guess.
0: And I think like even when you do find your community, so like even when you do find like your Spanko community. I mean, there's just a lot of differences within that yes. community itself. Yes. Um,
1: no, <laughs> there's it's- just a huge spectrum. <laughs> there's a huge spectrum. Exactly. There's a huge spectrum of like s- sexuality and asexuality. There's a huge spectrum of like people into discipline versus people not into discipline. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it can be hard. <laughs> Even when you find your community, you could sometimes feel awkwardness or shame or you know about being different from the people that are like you
0: yeah i definitely (laughs) i that happens not in just in our community obviously but like i am part of a lot of like the bisexual subreddits and there are a lot of people on there who like feel like they're not bisexual enough because you know like i'm a woman and i mostly like men but sometimes i do like women and it's like okay but you, you are bisexual. Like that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfectly split, you know, yes. but I understand why people would feel, um, like they aren't, you know, a spanko enough or aren't bisexual enough or, you know, anything like that, because maybe the majority of what you see focuses on this one
1: particular aspect. That's right. Exactly. Um, you just reminded me, I had a friend ask me a vanilla friend, cause I posted some like pictures of me at pride and stuff. Um, And so he he was like, oh hey, do, uh, I forgot what he said. Something like, were you there? It's almost like, were you there supporting people? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and but then he was like, you know, no, I mean, because like some people like identify as queer, or whatever. Like, I actually thought it was a cool question. Like, I appreciated that he realized that that you can like appear to be in a heteronormative relationship and still identify as queer. Um, but it took me so off guard, like I wasn't sure. And I, I, I still honestly do struggle with like, can I say that I'm queer, you know? Um, and so I said, I said, um, I'm proud and I like rainbows. (laughs) 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 That was it.
0: I mean, it's true.
1: It's true. I am (laughs) proud and I do like rainbows. So I wasn't lying. I just didn't, you know, I didn't claim the label yet. So I got to work on that and see. But yeah, I mean, it just like, again, to, to point out how like we can feel not confident even in our niche Yep. Um, or like, yeah. yeah, there's, you know, we, we are not allowed to claim certain labels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, also there can be shame, like for people who are in like spanko, non-spanko relationships or like a kinky partner versus a non-kinky partner. I think that can bring up a lot of shame because you might feel like you're not enough for your partner, or you're too much for your partner. Um, you're, are you asking your partner to do something that they don't like, or if you're the non kicky yeah, partner, are you doing one. enough? Are you like, are you able to satisfy your partner?
0: So I think that yeah, can... those are those are good examples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely felt some of those. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, you know, like. You know, I
1: think you and Dan are pretty well matched in that you're kinky, but, like, you know, being a spanko is, and a disciplined fetishist is another very specific category, you know? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, I was
0: going to say something, but now I don't remember. What it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drinking. <laughs>
1: you're not drinking. And don't forget, you can always go, like, go get that tequila and just... <laughs> Glug glug, add a little bit. <laughs> How do we deal with shame? Elevator music while we're <laughs> yeah. self-medication.
0: Yeah, I'm sure a therapist would say that. That's a great way to cope. Yeah, we don't
1: recommend that. Um, no. Speaking a therapist that is one way uh, to talk about these issues. And I've said this before. I, when I came out, I found. I can't go wear a therapist. I know it's not always possible for everybody if one that's not accessible, but um, it was really, really helpful for me to be able to have somebody that I could have a shorthand with. Like I didn't have to explain <laughs> my kink, right? you know, and then on top of it, you know, say like, and then here are, are my issues. She just gets it, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Or worry how they're going to react. Or worry how they're going to react.
1: Exactly. And like, yeah, I mean, there are like certain issues that I feel like I just never could have delved into with my regular therapist. Cause it's just, again, like we said, like sometimes for a vanilla to like wrap their mind around that is just too much, you know? Right. Um, so, but that being said, like, I mean, I, I do think that it's possible to find, you know, a, a kink friendly therapist that isn't necessarily like marketing themselves that way, but you know, maybe, yeah. you know, again, deals with people, you know, who are not just, yeah, know heteronormative um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. well and Mikhail gave some really good advice on yes finding a kink aware therapist in yes our, and how to our other episode them.
1: yes yeah um so yeah so we definitely go back and listen to that if that's uh something that you're thinking about but absolutely like that's a great way to to talk about shame I mean I because I feel like it's a hard thing to talk about you know um It's hard to talk about even with people in your life that you're very intimate with, and also, like we said, like the shame could be could involve them, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's kind of nice to have that person that's just for you, that's just there to listen to your issues and help you, and they're they're not involved. They're not like friends with you and your partner. You know what I mean? It's just like they can see. Yeah, they're the
0: neutral third party. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, and then obviously another great one is finding community. Um, nothing more helpful than to, you know, see that there are other people just like you that have the same issues that you you do that have the same types of fantasies that you do and, you know, see that they're just normal people going through their lives too. Um, that was a huge, huge change and help for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Just
0: finding the out that there were other people who th- had the same fantasies as I did it was life changing. Honestly, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And also, like you know, I think if if your only exposure has ever been like you know porn, basically, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you don't. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I'm not like identifying necessarily with like people in porn. I don't know who they are, you know, um, right, but. community where it's just, like I said, just like regular people going about their everyday lives or in relationships. And, you know, it it just, it really helped me because I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'm not like a crazy deviant. Like these people live this life and they're fine and they're happy and everyone's consenting and it's okay. Um, yep. So I think, especially if you're feeling shame, like it might, it might be your inclination to isolate, but really, honestly leaning into community is probably the better option. And I think, you know, you'll find even, you know, and we're both on the on Jillian's Kicking Out Loud um, Discord server. And, you know, you can go, there's a, a channel in there called Ask a Spanko. Like you can go in there and just ask anything, you know what I mean? And be like, hey, does anybody else ever experience this? Or like, I would say 99.9% of the time, <laughs> people jump in immediately and are like, yeah, oh my God, totally. You know, mm-hmm. Um. And it, that can be really validating to just see like, okay, I'm not the only one, you know, even if your problem is still a problem, yeah. if other people have it or other people might have suggestions of how they dealt with it. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that's, yeah,
0: I think for, <laughs> that's a harder one for people like me to. Yeah. I know you're, <laughs> you're shy use. online. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, if people are comfortable going into a Discord server and asking questions, I really do think that's a fantastic way to, to you
1: know, help ease whatever it is that you're worried about. Mm-hmm. And if that's too much, you know, I mean, like, you know, you can try m- more, you know, if you're in a community and you get to start to get to know people, you can have your, like, certain closer friends that you DM, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, it's just – it's good to – it's good to have that. Like, I mean, my my Spanko friends are just, like, so valuable to me because, you know, it's like – it's hard to – it's hard to find validation about this type of relationship from Vanilla's, Mm -hmm. even if they – even if you're out to them and they're okay with it, you know? Like, it's just weird to be like, listen to how I was punished last night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just – Yes, that is not no, but I can go to my Spanko friends and say that, you know, and however I'm feeling about it, am i whether I'm feeling really proud about it or still you know sorry about it or whatever you know, like whatever I'm feeling mm-hmm. they'll get it, and they're like there's just no questioning or judgment, you know,
0: yeah, it's that fear of being judged, you know that, that is. <laughs> hard to get over it really
1: is it's very strong i mean like obviously like we're, we're wired that way as a species i guess to kind of you know mm-hmm. keep us in line and keep us in community you know yeah but um but it makes it very hard when you have you know um something that's very different about you yeah so um another thing you could do is like journal or track your feelings um that can sometimes help also to see like what triggers the shame.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) With a a former therapist, uh, we had just started doing something like that where we kept a, I I wish I had this up here, but we kept like a a journal of um, like the trigger, the feeling, my body's response. And then what I did. Hmm to like what i did so it was like a multiple columns and you just kind of like keep track of it throughout the day um so you can kind of you can see where like i was anxious because you know i i somebody sent me an email right <laughs> that, that i don't like or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know <laughs> um but i mean you could try something like that too i mean it it takes work to do that because yeah. you have to diligent about it um but I think it could be helpful to kind of like deconstruct what it is about that trigger that makes you feel that shame or feel anxious or you know something
1: like that for sure because then you can also you could either try to avoid those situations you know if it is Mm -hmm. like maybe a particular person or like a particular website that you're visiting like maybe you shouldn't go into the reddit (laughs) anti you know (laughs) um And it's also a good way to maybe track, like, what helps you, you know, like, you know, one day, did you do something where it it alleviated it, you know, so like, what Mm -hmm. can you do again, you know, to help you when those feelings come up? Yep. Yeah, I think keeping a list like that would be really helpful. Yeah. And like you said, it's something that a therapist, you know, might ask you to do anyway. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Make you do homework, dang it. Yeah,
0: I know, but then you I mean you could go to your therapist and say, you know, look how well I yes. did even without your prompting. So oh, <laughs> maybe you'll get an A it's in bold. therapy. Oh, get an a in
1: therapy. <laughs> yeah. it's what we all want. Um. Oh, that's me pouring my. Uh, uh, don't worry, everybody. <laughs> that's just a little pour going on there. Um. <laughs> I'm judging you. I know. What if I did have a pea kink, Rex? Come on. I wouldn't judge you. I have one. Well, there you go. All right. Maybe we, need a, maybe we need a whole episode on, like, you know, really embarrassing kinks. <laughs> not that that's, that shouldn't be more embarrassing than anything else, honestly. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's all your perspective. So, yeah. Yep. No, no kink shame. I'm literally just talking about shaming. So, like, let's not yeah. prioritize <laughs> yeah, we don't kink shame anyone's here. kink over another um Mm -mm. they're all valid and that brings us to what we were going to say which is just that like try to remember that like yeah you you know you're a person with feelings you're valid um you're a consenting adult you know and you are allowed to have these fantasies and these desires and and do what you want with your adult life
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so i don't know if i have anything to add to that at. <laughs> feel like now I feel like I'm one of those like, you know, you're good enough. You're smart enough. <laughs> yeah, like one of those like motivational, a motivational speakers, speakers or speaker something. All of a yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's what one uh can of simpler wines will get you to everybody. I love you all. You're all valid. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: sue so, Uh, I know that we're getting to a close here to one of the I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before uh, but Brene Brown has some good TED talks of the difference between like shame and guilt Mm. and how we process those feelings Uh, they're very good and insightful and I highly recommend you go check her out I will try and remember to link them in the show notes here
1: Um, but yeah yep. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, I think it's something that we all feel, but I think particularly, you know, if you have this particular kink, you might have felt it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb gonna go and just say,
1: limb, yeah,
0: 99.9%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um obviously, if anyone has anything to add or any thoughts about how they've managed to overcome shame over their kink, we'd love to hear from you. Um you can email us at sipsandsmacks at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram at, at sips and smacks.
0: And we have a Patreon, um, and the Patreon gets you access to a Discord server. It is a little bit smaller than Jillian's Kinking Out Loud server, which the Kinking Out Loud one is extremely valuable. I'm not saying don't go join that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but ours is also uh, much smaller. So if you are looking for a community, there is a, a little bit smaller version
1: <laughs> out there. For sure. And and by the way, even though obviously, like we lean heavily on. Domestic discipline in this podcast. Like you don't have to be in a DD relationship to join our server. Oh,
0: absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, it's we're like we said we're we're totally open. I mean, (laughs) yeah, you can
1: you can be whatever (laughs) as long as you're interested and want to talk to you know us and people in our community. Come on in. Yep. So yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, behave yourselves. And we'll try to.